it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, it's great to have your company for Dwayne's World, Dwayne's World for Kangan Institute. Unleash you at Kangan Institute in roll now. Pretty wild couple of hours of midday madness. Thanks to all of you who called for midday madness. Got a heap of texts here that I haven't read out yet that I'll get to in time. Lost in the wash still to come as well. But Campbell Brown's been good enough to join us. Thanks to Macca's, the new McCrispy. It's the next big thing. Try it today at Macca's, available after 10.30am. And I've got to say... Macca's was part of my grand final night drive home as well. Just uh, cruising home, I I pulled in and, um, in fact, it was a, a whole car load of Macca's on grand final night. There was nothing better than finishing grand final day with Macca's at 10 o'clock at night. Campbell Brown, SEN Track and AFL Nation commentator. Thanks to Macca's. Welcome to you, Brownie. Great to have you on. Yeah, g'day, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. I am great and... I'm also in need of a winner. So what do you? Well, let's talk about the races shortly. What did you make of the grand final? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Uh, what what a game! It's it's one of the best grand finals uh, that I've ever seen live. And um, I just thought that some of the goals. You know, I was obviously high scoring in the first half, and then you know shut down a bit in the second half. But it was just a, a brilliant contest from start to finish. And I saw you at the September Club, and you had a. Rather large entourage. Uh, did you, you kick on? You looked like you were ready to. Yeah, I was. I was up and about. It had been a really busy week, um, so good to be able to let the hair down in September Club. And I reckon when I saw you, um, it was about nine thirty-ish, and uh, I was in good form. And it continued into the evening, which was nice. Oh, uh, how good is September? It is nice to be able to celebrate with all the people you've worked with all year. And the SEN marquee was uh, rocking. Yet again, um, I won't even say what was going on in there because there were people in there doing stuff in there that probably don't need to be mentioned. But um, it is nice to be able to celebrate a grand final like that, Brownie. We hope that we get a grand final like that, especially us that, you know, we don't really care who wins. We just pray for a good game. And Gee, we got one. What was the moment that'll stay or the moments that'll stay in your memory from here on? In 10 years' time when you think back, what'll be in your brain? Yeah, there was probably three massive moments. I I thought um, the... First quarter, right on quarter time, when when Jordan DeGoy, who'd been pretty much well held from Dunkley in that first term, he just had the one disposals, um, just took ownership of the moment and, and went back and, and kicked that big goal right on quarter time, I thought was great. And then his um, return goal in the last quarter that put them back in front after the, the Charlie Cameron goal uh, was just as big. The, the handball, the quick-thinking handball from Nick Dacos was absolutely huge. The um, But I was... I must admit, I was I was feeling a little bit sorry for Braden Maynard because mm. I, my memory took me back to the the last play of of uh, Collingwood West Coast Eagles uh, years before that, and he obviously got blocked and couldn't couldn't get to Dom Sheed, who went back and kicked the goal. And when um, with about five minutes ago, when he had that one on one in the goal square with Charlie Cameron, and and Charlie Cameron so won the the battle, he fell to the ground, and Charlie, you know, kicked the goal that put him in front. I was just thinking, geez. It's, uh, it's it's deja vu for poor old Braden Maynard, and uh, he'd been you know so good um, right throughout the final series and everything. I thought, oh, the poor bloke. It's it's not something to recover from. You know, t- two big moments towards the back end of two grand finals. But um, 
yeah, the, the, the goey thing happened straight after that, and they they got straight back in front, and um, and then you know never relinquished the lead again, did they? No, absolutely, and I think it was called um, Player of the Century on one a texter earlier today called a Player of the Century, and yeah, it was just a delight to behold, and uh, it's. It's one of those things that I think will live in our memories for a long, long time. What have you made of the trade week so far? What have you made of the Clayton Oliver kerfuffle this week? Oh, look, it didn't surprise me. Obviously, um, he didn't have the year that he would have liked on the field and then all the issues off the field. Um, it could be a really good you know, wake-up call for him. He's an absolute superstar, but um, maybe just maybe just lost his way a little bit this year and um, that, could, that could be a good firecracker under him to, to say, hey, this Melbourne group um, that he's a huge part of, um, they're, they're, it's a good enough side to win more than one premiership. And, and they won it in a COVID year over in Perth, which is still very hard to do. But I'm sure for for their legacies and, and, and what they want to achieve, um, you know, the, they'll, they'll probably think there's a little asterisk there and they need to win back at the MCG. Um, in the last two years, they've given themselves chances and lost close finals. So... Um, could be the catalyst, not just for for him, but the whole group saying, "Hey, we need to we need to go, you know, one or two better." And the Taylor Adams news that he is considering or might consider uh, Swans might want him leaving the leaving Collingwood to the Swans. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, I, I didn't think that uh, he'd even entertain looking elsewhere, and you're never quite sure what to believe. You know, I've, I've been in a situation myself where. I didn't think uh, I was going to be leaving Hawthorne. Then all of a sudden, I, I was on the trade table to Port Adelaide. So it can mm. it can catch you off guard and come out of nowhere. And sometimes what you read and what goes on uh, within a, you know, a player's four walls or the club can be very, very different. So I'd be surprised if, if he left the Pies. I mean, he didn't play in that grand final because of injury and um, he'd be desperate to, to win a flag. So, um, yeah, may, maybe, you know, not saying that Sydney's – not as much of a chance, but uh, he'd be more at home at the pies, you'd think. So some racing winners. They're on at the Valley tonight. You gave us a winner at the Valley last week to uh, kick off our weekend well. It was a short price winner, but hey, a winner's a winner. And some big races tomorrow in Melbourne as well as the Valley tonight. So the Lexus, the Turnbull tomorrow. Um, there's a few that are running around on the weekend that you've tipped us before. I think you've tipped us Young Werther yeah. before as well as yeah. going around again. Since I stopped tipping it, Dwayne, it's won two in a row. Yeah, Can you I believe that? that? But I, I have noticed it. That's the funny part. So <laughs> let's give you credit for putting us on to Young Werther when Young Werther was uh, – you were ahead of the game with Young Werther having won its last two starts. So I am aware of it. So technically you're in good form. What do you got yeah. tonight, firstly? Uh, well, so let's let's go to, to Rose. My best of the day tomorrow okay. is Rose Hill Race 4. And it's extravagant star uh, number seven. It's about four dollars. Uh, the Ma Eustace runner that that won pretty well last start, and it beat a horse called Smashing Eagle, who I really rate. So um, that's that's in race four. Um, and then a little bit later in the day at Flemington. So we'll look at the the Group One at Flemington because it's an absolutely cracking um, day there at headquarters. Romantic Warriors, your two ten favourite. I'm prepared to risk this. Hong Kong Galloper, not fully wound up, first run outside of Hong Kong, superstar. But um, I think that Francesco Gardi can run a, a massive race uh, in the Turnbull. It's third up. Um, it's been hitting the line really, really well, and it steps up from the mile to uh, the 2,000. It's, it's Maccabi Diva run was great. So it's, you're getting about $20 about Francesco Gardi. And win, lose, or draw – I'm going to have something on number five in, in um, that race for the Caulfield Cup, West Wind Blows. This this uh, UK galloper 
that's uh, come to town. Very, very good horse. And uh, I think it'll go on and, and run a bottler in the Caulfield Cup. So it's $9 tomorrow. It, it, it'll run a good race, but bigger fish to fry in uh, in the, the coming weeks for West Wind Blows. All right, West Wind Blows. We've got that down as well. Do you know who Francesco Gardi is? No. Who is Francesco Gardi? I think uh, one of the greatest painters, uh, oh. Italian painters or noblemen of the... The old days, I think, uh, but I might have the wrong Francesco Gardi. Maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm wrong with that. Uh, uh, married into a, a family of artists, so I should know more about it. Hey, Brownie, good to have you on. You you got a little look forward to Melbourne Cup, Cox Plate. Kind of keep an eye on tip. Well, I, th- I think the Cox, it, depending on um, what happens tomorrow, Romantic Warrior will be absolutely primed for the Cox Plate. That's its grand final. It could make a mess of them tomorrow and go around at a dollar eighty. Um, so it's about four bucks right now. So if you do want to roll the dice and, and think, okay, Romantic Warriors a class above what we have here in Australia, uh, maybe back it for the Cox Plate before tomorrow because if it wins, its price will half. Okay, nice work. Uh, and jockeys to watch? Are you a jockey follower at all? Not really. They 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 all seem to sort of you know um, hit, be a little bit hit and miss. I mean, it's great to see Tommy Berry back in the saddle and he'll come back with a real point to prove. He obviously got that suspension for, for the betting um, stuff earlier this year. Um, he'll be hungry. He'll be he'll be ready to attack these group ones and, and um, make sure he's he's being spoken about in the top echelon of, uh, of jockeys, which he certainly is. Good on you, Brownie. Great to have you. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, Dwayne. Campbell Brown, SEN Track and AFL Nation commentator. Thanks to Maccas. The new McCrispy is the next big thing. And remember... Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And speaking of jockeys, uh, Brody Kostecki has again set the fastest lap from my eyes here, watching Bathurst unfold before me on the screen. So Brody Kostecki, who they've been chasing most of this V8 season, this supercar season, is the one they look like they're chasing again. Back with your calls. Uh, a couple of texts if you like. 